Welcome back to the John Burt Leadership Podcast. I'm here with my guest, the world's top leadership coach, John Matone. Welcome, John. Great to be here, JB. Thank you. Thank you, and welcome back. Thanks. Uh, John, we're talking about intelligent leadership and how to ignite the leader within. Um, we are now on principle number seven of 12, and this one is actually a very exciting one for me. Um, the, the principle states... Successful leaders and compelling leaders must create a compelling strategy designed to leverage their gifts and address gaps in support of the mission of their organization, as well as their own personal mission. Now, you know, both coming from the corporate world, we all understand the, the, the necessity or the drive for results in whatever you do and, you know, quarterly results, but, but every organization is out there is results oriented, even non nonprofits. You have to you have to produce results. Tell us a little bit about your your, your thoughts on this principle. So, so JB, you, you, and you know the story, but I don't think the listeners do. You know the the evolution of you know the work that we do as uh, IL executive coaches. Uh, it's been an interesting evolution. It was about four years ago when uh, I was working with a senior executive team and um, back in uh, 2000, actually it was about five years ago, JB, 2017. And listen, you know, I was working with about five C-level executives. It was a wonderful assignment. Um, And I, it kind of hit me that, you know, um, why were these senior executives um, not, embracing the exercise of building a leadership development plan around, right, to, 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 you know, to the point of my strengths that I need to leverage, right, and develop needs I, I need to address. And even though they were going through the exercise, and, and, you know, we have tools that enable that to happen, I sensed, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really a mental thing. I, I just kind of sensed that they were sort of not, they were sort of, you know, checkbox. It was, I could tell they were just kind of doing the exercise. You know what I'm saying? Mailing it in. Yeah. There it is. You know, and it bothered me. It really, it really, really bothered me. And I, and I started to think about, you know, why are they not going crazy here? Why are they not just being incredibly passionate about creating a plan to help them become the best that they can be? It just didn't make any sense to me. It was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was driving me crazy. And mm-hmm. I went sleepless for nights. And finally, it hit me that uh, I was forgetting a really important dimension in the in the in the IO executive coaching process that, listen, um, we've got to we've got to make sure that the skills and the strengths that that a leader is is leveraging and the development needs as part of their plan, yes, needs to be in support of the organization, the mission, vision, purpose. But if it does not support their ultimate personal mission, two-dimensional theme here, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Guess what? 
it's not going to be as strong and it's not going to be as embraced. And when it hit me, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like, I've got to implement this overarching perspective of, you know, listen, when, when I build a plan and I execute my ILDP, my individual leadership development plan, I know that with every step that I'm taking, I'm one step closer to achieving my personal mission as a human being. And when we actually make the linkage and people have that linkage, let me tell you what, they embrace it. Does that make sense? John, yeah, oh, absolutely, John. And I think that in today's environment, what you what I'm hearing from leaders in my network and my clients is that, you know, with the pandemic and, and people having been at home and, and, and the disruption in the workplace, is that it's more important than ever to have your, your personal mission, purpose and values connecting with the work that you're doing and the Good mission, time. purpose and values of the organization. Because people have been saying, well, yep. I think a lot of people have recognized when they've been at home going, there's a disconnect here, right? I'm 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 not uh, living my mission, purpose, or whatever you know that you call it your no your authentic self. I'm not living it in this job, in this in this work. Um, you know, with the work that I did as 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 a, as a consultant and 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 coach for a lot of these corporate leaders, I always thought it was very interesting that leaders could talk about what they wanted to try to get done, but they they really didn't understand how to put together a strategy and a plan. They didn't yeah. do that work to say, okay, how am I going to personally um, engage my skills? You know, if I'm not a, an extremely technical person, but I am a good communicator or I'm, yes. a, I'm an empathetic person, I'm a good team builder, I am uh, recognize good talent, or I'm a good strategic thinker. How am I going to leverage those personal skills and, and how I want to live my purpose in the work that I'm doing? Right, because it's it's really about you know uh, you want something that's 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 achievable, right? right, for the organization, but also for yourself. But you also want to be able to enjoy it and to feel feel passionate about it. Um, otherwise, pretty quickly, you know, you're going to be you're going to be disgruntled and and perhaps leave that company. Well, that's what's JB very well said, and, and I'm with you 100. percent You know, uh, if you you know if you look at what's what's happening now. You know, we've got we got a lot of people. So, okay, why are people leaving organizations? You know, and uh, there's a lot of reasons for it. But really what it comes down to is they don't really believe their heart and their mind and their soul Mm -hmm. are being Mm -hmm. taken care of and cultivated. And therein lies the key, I believe, for and you you already know this, JB. I mean, we, we work this stuff together. Let me, you know, listen, if you if you're if you're not cultivating in every person in your organization, their heart, mind and soul where they have goosebumps, you know, mm-hmm. question is, do, do people show up every day and they have goosebumps to work for you? Right. <laughs> no, no, that very rarely happens. Right. And the greatest leaders in the world create environments, environments, but also development plans in partnership with their employees to give them goosebumps, you yeah. know, because they know that, boy, this is fantastic. I'm growing as a person. My soul's being nourished. I'm contributing to the organization. I'm adding value. And oh, by the way, um, I'm one step closer to um, actually, um, you know, living my my purpose. So what's interesting is, and, and you know this, 
there is um, th- th- that's that dimension, that dimension of an organization investing time in understanding and helping somebody get more concrete about what their core purpose is. It's missing. Mm-hmm. It's missing by yeah. and large mm-hmm. in the world today. You know. I have, a, I have a client of mine, we had this conversation the other day, and we talked about the difference between a team and a group. Yes. Right. You can have a group of employees, right? You can have your group and people talk about your team, but, but in most cases, they're talking about a group. But the leader's responsibility is actually to create that team. And the team has a common purpose, right? They, have, yeah. they, they, they together right. share that common purpose. And I think a lot of people misuse that term as a team. Right. We're the team, right? But right. if you're not creating that compelling future, if you're not connecting with those employees and you're not making that a shared mission, right? A shared purpose amongst the, amongst the team where everybody feels as though they're recognized and can contribute. That's, that's where I think a lot of the, the workforce and a lot of the leaders today are really struggling, right? Is to, you know, I, they need to take the time to connect with the individuals on their team and understand what their purpose is. Huge. Uh, and, Huge. And, and find the common ground, find that, that connection, the, the, the connective tissue. That's what's going to create the team and compel and, or, or propel um, the team toward a particular goal. And, and, and of course, you, you want that goal to be something the mission is or the, the purpose is something that is contributing to the organization's, um, you know, uh, operational success, right? But 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 it starts with starting to understand each and every person on your team. Okay, well said. Tracking with you hundred percent. So, so JB, before you, before you jump in here, I, I love what you said. Uh, so let's let I'm going to string some C's here together. Okay, care, mm-hmm. concern, mm-hmm. courtesy. Mm-hmm. Compassion, communication, collaboration, mm-hmm. and you know yeah. what you just said. Mm-hmm. Another C, connective tissue. Mm-hmm. When you put all of those together, with the pandemic, guess what? Most organizations are falling drastically short. Mm-hmm. On every one of those C's, hence, what do we have? The great resignation. And I actually <laughs> I actually have another term called the great recoil, which mm-hmm. is everybody leaving. But actually, most people haven't left yet, but they're going to leave because you know why? They're recoiled because they're traumatized. Mm-hmm. They haven't mobilized yet. Yeah. They're, they're in shock, you know, uh, because, because those C's aren't being taken care of, JB, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the that's the com- complaint that you you have a lot of it people is. have come to recognize being at home and and being with their family and being being with their other self yes. is that that the the companies are not meeting those needs and that their companies don't care about them. Um, there's something that uh, that I um, I really loved about this you know the the great recoil right. So if you're if you're an employee and you're looking to leave the company you know there's a whole thing that we should probably talk about, about what do you want to make sure you're doing if you're going. But if you leave, if you leave yeah. and you go to another company, right, then the, the people that are remaining, right, are most likely going to have to pick up the slack, right? Yeah. They're going to have to pick up all the work that, that you were doing. And the, unless they, until they hire somebody new, 
to, to replace, and that's going to take a while to get trained. The, the rest of the team absorbs that. And that's another um, thing that I'm hearing from my leaders is that oh, yeah. that recoil is, is nothing is changed, right? So if you were thinking about leaving and it's not a great environment, but you decided to stay and nothing changes, right? And you now have more work. That can be a really ugly situation. It can be really tough to be in that company. So, so these, and I don't know that everybody is going to leave. I mean, there are certainly a lot of people who have left, um, but the dissatisfaction that grows and the lack of of employee and uh, uh, you know satisfaction and engagement, those numbers are going to continue to. Um, I guess the numbers would be dropping, right? If there's less satisfaction and less engagement, those numbers are going to continue to drop uh, until the company actually uh, makes a change. It's, it's going to change the culture. It's fascinating, JB. Listen, we're you know we're 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 really at the tipping point here. You and I have talked about this. This is a really really interesting time uh, in the evolution of the business world, um, and, and obviously you know humankind. I mean, when you think about um, this this pandemic uh, and the fact that you know at least in the world of business, there's been a, a virtual world. It's been very very challenging. Um, you know, the, this, this, this whole, uh, area of, you know, uh, and then, then you have the, the millennials and the generation Z 45% of the pop of, of the workforce in the United States, JB mm-hmm. millennial Gen Z mm-hmm. 45%. Okay. And the, this generation is heart, mind, and soul. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. So you know, we're, you know, we don't mean to be preachy here, but you know, CEOs who are going to listen to the show here, uh, boards of directors, uh, you know, the private equity firms that are funneling money, they need to wake up because mm-hmm. you know, listen, you you can you, you already know JB, you can have a great product or service, you could have a market for your service or product, and you could be making money right now. But if you're not attending to the stuff that we're talking about, you're done in a few mm-hmm. years. You, yeah. you might have a couple of years, maybe three, four years. You, you might have less than a year. If you're not attending to the stuff that we're talking about, uh, your ability to sustain is questioned. Yeah. yeah those, makes sense. Those... You're, you're seeing it. I know you're seeing it. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the, I think there's a, some of the, the millennials and Gen Zs, they, they do get sometimes a, a bad rep, but the ones that I'm talking to that are their clients or part of my, my leadership yeah. uh, network, um, I think that, that they're more motivated. I mean, brilliant, some really brilliant talent out there. I do agree. And, and, and what they are le- looking for is that authentic purpose. Um, and they want, so there's two things they want, the authentic purpose of the company. They don't want to work for a company that is, that is, you know, talking, you know, one thing and, you know, the glossy brochure, glossy brochure says one thing, and then the reality is different that they're, they're finding that out and they're, they're rejecting that. But they're also looking for companies that those C's that you talked about, that you have a leader in a company that really, you know, invest in them and cares about what their contribution is. And they can, they can readily see how their individual work right and their work as a team yeah. is connecting to the larger company purpose if they can if you can if you can get that right as a leader right it takes m- a little more work but you have this powerhouse of talent that can you that, that will, will 
propel you to you know, results that are beyond your imagination. But you have to put in that work as a leader to be willing to 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 go connect with that purpose, find out what what those what's making those folks tick, and what how do they want to contribute? JB, that is the real work. That is the real work that needs to be done by leaders today. Mm -hmm. That's the real work, you know, and, um, you know, uh, so, so, you know, and and then, you know, the, the, the other thing that's very interesting, uh, is just, and, and we talk about this in IL, the work that we do, the parallel universe, you know, it's very interesting. Every organization in the world has that retranslation, right? The vision, strategy, right? Execute, so on and so forth. What's really interesting is if you look at the universe of of humans who make up an organization and and we'll just kind of focus in on the leaders. Every leader is operating with those same tenets, you know, so the vision, mission, purpose in a human being, a leader is what it's their core purpose. Mm -hmm. So if you're not attending to that in an organization and helping a leader or a person uh, get more concrete about answering those really, really big questions, right? Mm-hmm. And we do that work in our work, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. and, and helping them retranslate it into a practical strategy, which is the individual leadership development plan. You know, uh, it, how, how, can you, how can you optimize your aggregate universe, which is mm-hmm. your organization, and unless, unless the makeup of that aggregate is also being optimized. It's impossible, in, right? indeed. And John, you 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 know, you gave all those leaders out there, all of our leader listeners, hope that that there's a there. We we understand how this process works. We know how to help them to be better leaders and to connect with the, the purpose of the mm-hmm. of their employees and to create that engaged workforce. So I think that you know that that idea of inspiration, you know, leaders, uh, you know, get on it. It's your it's your role to inspire the next generation. Right. So John. Thank you so much. Um, once again, a great session. Uh, we've got a couple of more episodes coming up, and I'm really excited for those. But this this one talking about you know creating a compelling future and inspiring our leaders and and understanding the you know connecting the purpose of the individuals as well as the organization. This is really at the heart of what leadership is all about. So it thank is. you, thank you again. Thank you, JB. All right, and until next time, thank you. Leaders, we are talking to our guest John Matone, the world's top leadership coach. John has created something called Intelligent Leadership, which is part of my coaching practice. And we've been talking about the 12 principles of intelligent leadership. John has so graciously uh, joined us for a number of sessions where we're covering all 12. We just covered number seven here, and that's related to leaders creating a compelling strategy designed to leverage the gifts and strengths that they have, as well as the organization, to be able to marry up the organization's mission and purpose with that of the individual. I mean, just a fascinating topic to cover and something that's really relevant for all you leaders out there. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I would suggest you go back and you listen to episodes one through six. And of course, we're going to be carrying this on. We're doing a couple more episodes, eight through 12. And I, I suggest and I hope you'll listen into those as well. I'm going to uh, add my contact information into the notes of this webinar, so you're welcome to reach out, and I hope to, uh, to be able to speak to you soon. 